Welcome to the Highly Sensitive Parenthood Podcast. I'm Amy Laginus, your podcast host and guide to not only surviving, but thriving as a highly sensitive parent. Together, we'll dive into common challenges of highly sensitive parents, hear from other HSPs and empaths about their experiences in parenthood, and learn to honor and celebrate our sensitivity, not only as parents, but as humans. Welcome. Back to school season for highly sensitive parents. Hey, highly sensitive parents, Amy here from Highly Sensitive Parenthood. Today's audio and video podcast is going to talk about the back to school season for highly sensitive parents. We'll be looking at three common challenges and ways to overcome them. The first challenge we'll be looking at is the changes in routine associated with going from summer to the back to school season. Secondly, we'll be looking at the school supply issue and how stressful that can be. And thirdly, we'll be looking at managing your child's emotions and your own emotions around the transition going back to school. So let's hop in to this week's blog. The first challenge is going um, back to school necessitates some changes in routine. Uh, my kid's school starts at 7.30, which is terrible, um, but that means that we go from our summer wake up time from of about 7 a.m suddenly that needs to go back to about 6 a.m., which is a really big transition. And there's also kind of a morning rush associated with that routine too, right? Getting your kids fed and clothed and their supplies and their lunch and everything all together. Um, that can be really stressful for highly sensitive parents. It just, at least for me, tends to start the day off in sort of an anxious and rushed note. And if your child is highly sensitive or just, you know, any child really, they're going to be thrown off by this a bit, um, most likely coming from kind of a more relaxed summer situation. So a couple of tips and ideas um, to help smooth the transition for you. The first is to slowly adjust the wake up time a little bit earlier in the couple of weeks leading up to the start of the school year. So if your child is used to waking up, um, let's say at seven and you know they're going to have to wake up at six, um, start kind of gently waking them up maybe 20 minutes earlier the week before and maybe an additional 20 minutes earlier the next week um, or two weeks leading up to it. And then the, the week of school, you'll be all ready to go waking up at the correct hour with minimal stressors around adjusting like a full hour back to um, back to the schedule. The second tip here is to, um, if your kid is old enough, and most of them will be to some extent, is to incorporate some morning to-dos and um, sort of action items for your own child so that you are not shouldering everything associated with getting them ready for school. So for younger kids like preschoolers, this could look like them putting on their own clothes and their own socks, maybe brushing their own teeth. And for older kids, that might also include things like filling up their water bottles, making a sandwich for their lunch, um, getting their backpack ready to go, that kind of thing. So consider what that might look like for you. Um, on the blog on, on our website at highlysensitiveparenthood.com, I will be sharing a link to a special um, template for a morning to-do list that I personally use with my own kids. Um, I have, I've kind of personalized it for them, but you can adjust it 
and laminate it and um, if you feel like it or just print it out and have it to be a reference for them so they, they know the steps that they can take to get ready and you don't have to verbally remind them every morning. Um, side note to that, you probably still will have to verbally remind them if you're anything like me for a while. And then as you kind of settle into the routine of them taking care of their own needs in the morning, you'll be able to breathe a big sigh of relief and say, oh my gosh, not everything is on me in the morning um, anymore. And as a bonus, it'll give your kids a sense of independence and um, just that they're, they're growing up and they're more able to take care of their own needs without always asking you for help. So really great for them developmentally as well. The second challenge is a little bit of a smaller one. It's just about preparing those school supplies and, and kind of gathering what you need for um, their, your children to go back to school. So I just remembered about school supplies this week and I, I thankfully have a couple of weeks to deal with it. But I, one of my kiddos is starting kindergarten this year. So we need like a whole new backpack and all new school supplies for him. Um, my older child doesn't probably need the full overhaul. Um, but I know for me going into a store like Walmart or Target and seeing like, you know, the chaos of school supplies everywhere and it's crowded and loud um, tends to be a bit overwhelming. I can handle it sort of, but I, it does throw my day off. And so my preference and my, my tip for you is to consider either doing a curbside pickup or doing an online order um, of the school supplies needed. Ideally, you know, a week or two before school starts so that you don't have it hanging over your head. And potentially it can be a nice activity for you and your child to do together. Um, if you want to help them choose their backpack, for example, or once the supplies arrive, helping them unwrap them and place them in their backpack can feel like a nice um, way to kind of ramp up the excitement and the sense of expectation for what's to come in a way that feels manageable for them. And that leads me to the final challenge and the tips associated with it around managing your child's emotions around transitioning back to school. So even just the routine shift of having to wake up earlier and um, having to kind of rush in the morning a little bit, being around more people, whatever routines change between summer and the school year for you are probably going to throw off everybody's emotions just a smidge. Now, um, there's some ways to kind of reduce the intensity of that transition. And um, a couple tips here. The first is um, to begin talking about back to school, maybe two, three weeks in advance, although even a week or so is gonna be um, great, better than nothing. Um, if you can to drive by the school, if, if it's a new school for your child, or um, have a photo of your child's classroom teacher, um, just start talking about it and, and seeing if they have any questions or if they have any emotions that they want to share with you. Um, just start that conversation early so that it's a nice, smooth, um, long transition into the school year. Um, you might even discuss kind of the things, the new things they might get to learn that year. So maybe your child will be starting a music program or learning a new language or learning addition and subtraction. And you can kind of um, share your excitement with them, ask them what they're excited to learn about, and just kind of um, turn the volume up on the positives and the anticipation um, can help kind of quell some of the anxieties and um, fears about returning to school. You might also notice if they have any classmates um, that they know already or that you know, and perhaps schedule a play date for them or have them walk to school together the first day, um, just so that they have a friendly face in their, their new classroom. That can really help as well. 
Um, if possible, you might choose to plan a pretty slow week or two and keep the weekends relatively calm those first couple of weeks back to school. Um, kids are tend to be kind of exhausted by school, especially the first couple of weeks. It can be a rough transition. They might need an earlier bedtime. They might just need a quieter weekend at home, especially if your child is highly sensitive as well. It might be really nice for them just to have kind of a, a cozy or calm weekend um, or evenings at home. So consider just kind of um, turning the volume down on whatever routines or, or extracurricular activities you might have going on during those first couple of weeks back to school. Um, and then lastly, if your child has homework, um, I know it's frustrating for me that super young kids have homework. I don't know if you agree, but if they do, um, consider setting up a homework routine in the first week or two. This could look like, um, you know, sitting with them, really being a little more hands-on the first couple of weeks, especially noticing if there's a time for them that, um, that feels better for them to do their work. So for some kids, it might be directly after school. For others, it may be right before or right after dinner. For others, maybe it's kind of a Saturday or Sunday morning kind of activity, but just noticing what works for your kid and your family and um, trying to kind of set um, a routine and something that's kind of expected um, at the beginning of the year so that homework doesn't kind of end up being this amorphous, stressful um, to do for your child or for you. So I'm wishing you all the best this back to school season. If you have any um, challenges that you that you would like to share around the back to school season for your kids, or if you have any tips to share with the rest of us, please feel free to drop it in the comments um, or send me an email. And if you're interested on more on the topic of managing your own emotions while dealing with your child's emotion, emotional kind of ups and downs, um, I'd suggest you check out a blog that I wrote a couple of weeks ago. It's also on HighlySensitiveParenthood.com. And the title of the blog is um, The Top Three Challenges for Highly Sensitive Parents and How to Manage Them. All right, take care. See you soon.